Everything's good, I went, Drizzle. I went, to, I went to my nephew's birthday oh. party. He turned two. Oh, gross. <laughs> How'd it go? Was it good? Uh, you know, he uh, opened some presents as as best as a two-year-old could do. I think he finally starts to make the connection that there are presents underneath the wrapping. Oh yes, yeah. So at that point, I just made that. I just made that connection myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Drizzle, how about yourself? How's the haunt? Uh, busy. Great. It's like we're married. Yeah. Like, how was your Sorry, day? I'm, busy. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to fix my colors here. <laughs> Andrea, how are you doing? I'm tired, but alive. Tell us about so, it. <laughs> oh, just a very long morning. I had to wake up at five thirty this morning, and then drive my parents to the hospital. And Lord. Uh, well, yeah, my dad had a uh, doctor's appointment this morning with the uh, uh, a colorectal doctor. Which was great. Um, not not great news. Uh, oh no! Apparently, some of the the cancer's back, so that's not great. But uh, oh, yeah, so it's been a rough day. Yeah, that is a rough day. That is a rough day. <sighs> Ken, how are you doing? <laughs> I mean, I'm good. I also went to the uh, medical center. Uh, oh, you did. We we saw the uh, a neurologist and uh, got some drugs, and hopefully that'll help. Yeah. <laughs> so, yay, <laughs> life. Hey, uh, point of advice: nobody yeah. should ever become middle aged. That's just <laughs> never. It's not a good. It's not a good look. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> just don't, don't do it. You know, if you're if you're getting older. There's a way of dealing. <laughs> no, we just take care of take care of yourself, and you're you'll be all right. If you're getting older, just don't. Yeah, just I don't. think getting old getting older is fun. Getting older is fun. Then again, I'm not particularly old, but I think I think it's fun. We're starting this one off real well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey everybody, what's up? So I have cancer. <laughs> Fuck. Well, I'm sorry to hear all the bad news. Um, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and apologize. Uh, you guys are about to go into the shit, so it's gonna yeah. get worse. In the in the imaginary world of the red writ, and in the real world, the difference is you actually have traits and and agency and all kinds. Actually, you have traits and agency in the real world too. Listen, you can be all you want to be, just not as much. Just all you, just not as much. I think you can. <clears throat> How do I turn this around? Let's start. Uh, hello, everyone. This is the Dreddies, and we start. We're fucking full of rainbows and smiles and energy, is what we are. Uh, we want to thank you for showing up. And if you're watching this live, say something in the chat so we can make fun of you properly. Uh, otherwise, follow, subscribe, and do all that bullshit. Uh, media production is big old thank you to Couch Fire Media. Um, if you want to know where our sexy art comes from, that's where it comes from. Music is all lowercase letters and Mr. Interrupt, uh, which is great music. You can check it out on social medias and all the stuff. Patreon. Hey, we've got a Patreon. 
Uh, thank you to the Patreon people, Mr. Daniel Holker and Mr. Tim Roberts. Uh, ooh, there they are. They're on the stream and everything. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon, do it. There's a whole lot of really cool stuff that I just loaded on there, and uh, you can get access to everything the world. It turns out we know God, and um, we'll put one in for you if you join our Patreon. Our schedule is Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard, or whenever I decide to stop eating and start the stream. Uh, yeah, I've already said to like and subscribe. Hey, who's our sponsor tonight, Mr. Holker? Okay. Today's sponsor is Song Lyrics. <laughs> Mr. Arbiter, sir, have you ever listened to music on the phonograph or radio? and heard words set to a melody accompanied by a variety of musical instruments. These words, when strung together, constitute song lyrics. Some lyrics are about relationships that ended badly. Some lyrics are about substances that singers often use in abundance. And so other lyrics are about the 1951 World Series, which pitted uh, two-time defending champion New York Yankees against the New York Giants who had won the National League pennant in a thrilling three-game playoff with the Brooklyn Dodgers. Thank you, Holger. <laughs> yeah, so thanks to our sponsor, Song Lyrics. Um, if you want to be a sponsor, hey, check it out, Patreon, and Holger will make fun of you. Uh, let's introduce the characters. Uh, uh, let's start with Ken. Good. I'm ready. I'm so ready to start. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I play a character in this game, The Red yeah. Red. His name is Nord. Uh, he he literally, clearly knows absolutely nothing about electricity, but he's got a good idea of, of how to lie um, when it comes to journalism. I mean, that's him uh, in a nutshell. Right. We'll go with Andrea. <laughs> yeah, I am Andrea, and I play Leah Mizrahi, who is a former uh, IDF uh, soldier. And then after that, she was a uh, Mossad uh, agent who mm. who worked and uh, eventually moved to Detroit, Michigan, you know, for reasons unknown. Probably because she's crazy. I mean, there's, I feel like it's leaning more towards that at this point, so... Maybe. Who knows? Uh, we'll go Holker. My character is uh, Tony Cherniak. He is a uh, Detroit native of Polish uh, ethnicity. He uh, was studying to be a priest. And then that fell through. Uh, and now he is a border guard where he makes the lives of Canadians just a little less convenient. <laughs> Poor Canada. And Mr. Drizzle. I'm Drizzle. I play Simon Vincent. He's the reluctant one out of these to believe that crazy stuff is going on. Uh, there's obviously a rational For explanation now. to all of this. For now. Like any good hard-boiled detective, he doesn't right. believe anything. Uh, you guys have a couple NPCs uh, quasi with you. Who are they? We'll go with Mariah first. 
That to be would be my daughter, who is a uh, 10 going on, you know, 20. Uh, right. <laughs> she's, she's, she's a real spitfire, and she um, certainly has a lot of opinions about things, which, you know, I suppose given that I'm her mother, it's not that surprising. So. <laughs> and uh, how about Rebecca Foster? Rebecca is a lady of the night. I feel like uh, if anybody should be describing the ins and outs of Rebecca Foster, it should be whoever plays Nord in the fantasy <laughs> that goes into that. I mean, I, I think there was a point where Simon might have a lot to talk about her, but Nord is intimately. <laughs> she has crabs. I mean, seriously. <laughs> um, and I, I don't think she likes having Simon as a uh, next door neighbor because he, he's always trying to blow up her uh, apartment. Uh, I didn't try to blow up anything. <laughs> Speaking of the recap. So <clears throat> recapping this session was kind of interesting. Normally I write like a big, long uh, recap. I did not do that this time. I was thinking, does everyone want to listen to me for two or three minutes when you're going to, when you're about to listen to me for like two and a half hours? Probably I think we not. do. I do. I enjoy yeah. listening to you. You're you're you you're fun it? to listen to. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Me, I can't stand, but you're you're great. You are great. Spectacular. Bust the recap uh, out. So to bust it out. So the recap that I wrote was after a much needed rest, the group, you guys, reconvenes and investigates the strange belongings of the detectives. Quote unquote, which proved more deadly than expected, or, you know, if not deadly, then definitely troublesome. Uh, yeah, Leah attempted to put them on. Leah did put, put the, the, the uh, detective's gloves on and paid a bit of a price. After that, the party knows that the time is running out for Gabriella, which, if you don't know who Gabriella is, that makes sense. Um, she's the reason that they're in the game now. <laughs> Gabriella is the plot of the game. <laughs> um, she is one of the latest girls uh, that has disappeared, uh, Simon believes, uh, because of the 12 years murders. And Simon was uh, hired by a detective, Idaway, to help find Gabriella. And that's actually what they've been doing this entire time. Uh, with only a few hours left before the solstice, dun -dun -dun, they, meaning the party, split up, meaning Leah goes off by herself, to make up time and to run down clues. Yep, that's it. That's what I wrote. Yeah. Pretty good. That was a nice that was a nice drizzle style summary. <laughs> it's boom. Hit it and quit it. There you go. A little bit more of the recap just to uh, dig in there, as you will. Uh, we spent a lot of time in Simon's apartment last game, last episode, trying to get the gloves off of Leah. Um, it turns out when you take them on or put them off, put them off, put them on or take them off. Uh, did I say take them on or put them off? Yes. It's going to be a good session. It's going to be a really good <laughs> session. Uh, there's an explosion. And you guys put together that there's some sort of special way likely having to do with another gadget 
another um, mystical type of gadget uh, that, that that actually can do this safely. Leah jury rigs a certain way. She kind of messes with her wrists a certain way, kind of like a Houdini effect, and by and large is able to get out of the gloves. But it's pretty clear even still that that is a half measure. It's a uh, it's a jury rigged method that while it can work, will still make you explode if you don't do well. Uh, beyond that, Simon and Nord, and Leah to an extent, although she was much more into the gloves and investigating them, Simon and Nord investigated the dossiers and the rest of the belongings that the detectives had, for which they had several things. Uh, one was a lot of guns. Another one, uh, which none of the bullets on the guns had those weird runes that you guys had found on Bell Island, um, which you you had supposed that you might find. There was a dossier, and it had a whole lot of uh, pictures um, of you guys um, from before this adventure began, specifically of Nord and then Simon, and then it moved on to Leah uh, and various places around Detroit. Um, and then there were a bunch of photos of the dead girls actually they're not all women the ones that you found were all women but on the 12 years murders they're not necessarily all women but they all uh, are younger and typically somehow into witchy stuff or the occult one of note one of these pictures was of gabriella uh gabriella Dupont, and it looks like she was running away from someone uh, so hopefully she's alive Simon was able to put together that from that photo, because it was in a stairwell and you could see outside sort of a phase of the moon, that it was within the last two days that this photo was taken. Um, you split up. Leah broke and entered the uh, Butte's household, which Annabelle Butte uh, lives in. There are people in, in the kitchen on the main floor. It's a big, huge Massive mansion. And she's sneaking around at present on the second floor in the back. Uh, and we'll see what she's trying to do and or does. Uh, there were other people in the house. You, she heard at least three people talking. Um, there's the maid that she had seen. And who knows, there could be others. The rest of you decided to pay Leah's husband a visit at the Love Inn Motel. Uh, you first stopped off at the Coffee Stain Diner and um, got food. Then you left and went to the Love Inn Motel. There was a, uh, a ratty, old-looking dude uh, who, was, who was running it. You paid him some cash, paid him some dough, and he told you where Marcus Mizrahi's room is. You get to the room... Open the door. That's not exactly what you expect. Seems like something out of Friday the 13th. Uh, the room's completely black, cold, almost like a uh, sound deprivation chamber of some sort. The, the shadows seem to move and suck up light. And uh, Marcus did not look wholly himself or normal. But that did not prevent his daughter Mariah, who's with you all, trying to run in the room. Um, 
you three attempted to stop her. She was slippery. We rolled limbo, and you all kind of sort of got sucked into the room. But you have a hold of Mariah, so she's not wholly uh, lost to the darkness. Marcus has looked up. He's got incredibly bloodshot eyes. Uh, water or vomit or something had spewed from his mouth. At first glance, it looked like his eyes were glowing. It's kind of hard to know. Um, and he's he's saying some weird shit. That's pretty much where we finished. Okay. At this point, let's have a little tiny, tiny bit of table talk. So this would be players. Uh, because, you know, it's a mystery investigation game. And we have a lot of information going on. A lot of information in the past. Many items, many things that you found, many things you've learned. Just to make sure everyone's, the players are on the same page. Obviously, your, your characters know what your characters know. But I'm going to give you guys a couple minutes to kind of discuss what are your goals right now? What are you all trying to sort of plan to do? What's the focus? A go. Well, just, yeah, go. Yeah. Um, because it was to find out where the masquerade is, and so that's still kind of the ultimate because we've got to try to save Gabby. And we think that the masquerade may be where Gabby would be and maybe where the sacrifice could be, or it could even be a red herring, who knows. But no. that's kind of why we split up was to find out that there's multiple places where it could be. Um it could be out on the island where that place by the lake, um, that weird hut place that smelled real weird. Uh, In Bell Island? Yeah. Uh, Smelly hut? Yeah. Uh, we know that Idaway was being tortured, so he's more than likely either dead or being held hostage somewhere because there was a picture of him. Uh we got a picture from the captors trying to catch Gabriella, and she was shooting at them. Yeah, she had a gun. Yeah. Uh, a weird steampunk box. A crossing that uh, Tony had identified as somewhere, uh, a known crossing uh, yeah. to Canada. Uh, the Canada side, it was south, like just south and east of Bell Island. So it's actually more southern than you guys are <clears throat> and there's like a john boat or all that stuff um there was also or there's also something else you know simon there's a few items you picked up uh there's all the stuff from grimwald's oddities and books and yep. um i had something in my head and it just went out anyway you guys all talk amongst yourselves About what you know, where what you should be doing. Oh, well, well, let me let me put you this way. Let me put you this way. You can do whatever you want. However, we're definitely at a point in the game to where you can actually die. Oh yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Nord definitely has quite a few thoughts going on. And in his head, and it's not all just about Rebecca Foster. Big uh, <laughs> Her. Uh, 
it is uh it is definitely there there are a lot of connections that have gone on throughout this entire game the connection between cloyce and uh and uh, leah's husband malcolm and their connection marcus. to annabelle yeah marcus and um you know why simon and and buck hideaway are together um and and why you know detective thomas and marlo have have gone rogue um and and certainly if if given opportunity if if we survive this encounter with marcus uh I I got some questions for Simon uh, that that I kind of want to that maybe there's something going on that he knows about that we just if we pick our brains and even Tony like and and Leah you know if if we kind of got together and answered a little bit about ourselves we we've, we've been thrown thrown in going from place to place to place but I feel like you know maybe we could just pull our information together and come up with some answers. Also, if he survives this, he is going to go to the fancy of all places uh, and have a, have a com conversation with a, a local patron there. But, you know, that is going to happen. And Adriana, like, who is she and what, what, what do we know about her? And who who knew her before? Like, who were her connections? Did they have any connection to the Duponts, or, or, um, or? I mean, I don't see why how he fits, but William Tibbet seems to be in this somehow. So, yeah. So there are these. There are definitely these NPCs that you've encountered before. Uh, that do. They have their own stories. It's not necessarily all, you know, breadcrumbs to the same cheese. Is that a thing? Breadcrumbs to, to the cheese? The two metaphors that I just smashed together. Well, it makes sense anyway, I think. Now, anyone else have anything to add? How about this? Hey, Andrea, what the fuck are you doing? Tell the players what you're doing. Well, currently, my goal is simply to either... Um, get information out of Loretta Levon. Or if that doesn't work, just kill her, to be honest. Because uh, I've... Because uh, in this point, Leah's assumption is that she is a key player in whatever is going on. So she can either use her to get information or simply disrupt the, the, the process, so to speak. So... <clears throat> um... That's that's good stuff for you all to know. Uh, anything else? I feel like I'm pulling teeth. <laughs> and I, will, I will say, um, Leah's assumption as well is that even worst case scenario, Loretta and the people with her are not likely to call the police. Because I kind of she very highly doubts that they'd want anyone searching the premises of the house. Um, with any kind of, you know, thoroughness. 
Um, and uh, Holker, anything to add? Tony needs, first and foremost, a gun that's not work-issued. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. We have those. We we have that. We, we got a sawed-off <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> and some replacement we got a, a couple bullets. of Colts. And some, and, and some replacement bullets to make it look like, you know... I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to have a, a disclaimer, <laughs> by the way. This is um, all fiction. This is all fiction, and we're going to be real graphic and everything. So if you don't like that stuff, you should probably leave now. Yeah. Okay. Just to make sure you're all on the same page. Trigger warning, graphic, gore, and, mur and you know mayhem and all that good stuff. Murder. There's probably going to be murder. There so will you know. likely be murder. There already has been murder. That's true. So the ad break is at 45 seconds. Great. We've got 45 seconds until it ends. Um, might as well talk about liking and subscribing and buying a book. Let's go after Hulker. So there's this book called Dreadlore, and you should buy it right now. <laughs> Don't wait. <laughs> Go go now. This is the best book <laughs> well, ever no, written. Wait until the stream is done, then go buy it. No, no, buy it on the stream and then you know show us like a proof or receipt. But how do you? <laughs> that's really good. Listen, how, how, how do you get the book though? It's really easy. While you're watching the stream, you can pull up your web browser and use Alt Tab to go back and forth. On on your browser, you can go to what, Amazon? Dreadlore.com. Dreadlore.com and buy it. And then you can tab back to Discord or no, no. Twitch, right? Yeah, we're on Twitch. Yeah, Twitch. Uh, and if you're seeing this on YouTube, you can you can do that too. Uh, if it's, it's, in, if the, you're it's using, in the description. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you really need to buy this book. It's amazing. <laughs> It's the, the best thing. It is the best book, the singularly most best book ever written in the history of mankind. And I mean, there have been things like what? the Iliad, you know, and, and the Odyssey and stuff like that. Like, like this what is even that. That's pretty high. <laughs> they were quoted prequels if you know how to read them. <laughs> so we're going to start first with Leah. Leave the rest of you motherfuckers out in the cold. Leah, you're in the Buttes, Annabelle Buttes' mansion. Or I should say her parents' mansion. Yeah. Um, you had snuck in here. You'd parked not terribly far away. Um, the Buttes' mansion is on a cul-de-sac in a very rich neighborhood, Gross Point. This is a gated community. Um, they, You know that they, they watch... For people and outsiders and all this stuff, you guys have encountered all of this kind of thing. I'm just reminding you. Uh, you parked your luxury vehicle. <laughs> which, what was that vehicle again? It was a Buick, right? No, Corolla. Mm -hmm. yeah. Night is a 1970s, I believe, Corolla uh, with the paint chipped off and a few fender benders. Uh, you parked it I believe you said around the corner, a little bit far away, 
as in within a quarter mile. Uh, and then uh, went through everyone's backyards. <laughs> now, it's also around, uh, I think we said three o'clock. Yes. I believe it's, yeah, it's, I have 2.30 written down. So right now it's three. At the time it was 2.30. Um, you were incredibly sneaky, sneaky. Uh, as far as you know, you weren't seen. Um, you may have been seen through surveillance or maybe somebody just didn't say anything. But you got to the Butte's house. You shimmied cat burglar style up uh, a fire escape, got to the second floor. Um, actually, the third floor. Meandered around. Uh, there's one of the one of the two um, stairwells or stairways, I should say. It's not a stairwell. And uh, heard the voices coming uh, from the kitchen and the the first floor. And had gotten to the second floor. Uh, you had avoided the maid, who seems to be humming to herself. And you went into this large um, or this narrow yet large. Uh, library type room it's a sitting room smoking room and, and it has books and stuff it's kind of awful really now that i think about it to have a smoking room in a library but that's what they do they're rich in the back there are these um french doors i think i may be confusing myself no these are not the french doors are on the third floor uh these are the kinds of doors that they're almost greenhouse windows and you have to crank them to open them up. Like they open up like a, um, what old are those? school windows. Yeah, old school windows, almost like dormers would, but they open up out. And they're large enough for someone to, to get out of. But they're really, you can tell they're they're not made for that. Uh, you're a couple stories up, so we'll say twenty five ish feet off the ground, twenty twenty five ish feet off the ground. And there's that heavily canopied quarter mile long backyard that is just completely overgrown with foliage save for the the concrete path there's creepy statues here and there and despite it being 3 p.m and still daylight out here it looks twilight um it's very quiet insulated and you know <clears throat> that backyard backs up to a graveyard on a hill um Bald Hill Cemetery, and it's kind of just in the boonies. That's where you are. I believe you'd taken a paperweight, which is a, a human skull. Um, I'm going to say that has has been cast. Uh, it has like some metal glaze on it. So sort of this brassy human skull, pretty weighty. So, and you have it in your hand. So about that. Um... I would like to use a pip, too. Uh, I, I thought about it, you know, like shortly after the game ended last night, and uh, I would like to use a pip to have when the when the um, clean lady, you know, went past me after she almost, you know, saw me or whatever. Yeah. Um, I would like to use a pip to have taken my pistol and um, um, hit her on the back of the head to knock her out. <clears throat> okay so generally a pip is, that too much is for a pip? that's gonna be generally that's gonna be too much for a pip because it okay. it literally changes the story uh 
And it's something that you absolutely could fail. Like that could go tits up really fast. Essentially, what we'd have to do is just redo that scene and say that, okay, now we're, we're rewinding. Normally, that's beyond a pip. I'm going to allow you to do this, though. Um, that wasn't a particular, particularly dangerous scene. I remember you just had a bid on it. Um, and at this point, you really haven't pushed the, the story too much forward. A pip will work on this. So yeah, we'll rewind. We'll say that maybe instead you had gone into that room, the library room first. You'd seen all that stuff. You'd open up the window. And maybe as you're sitting there with the skull, you sit it down or you still have it. It's up to you. And you go back out and you hear the cleaning lady, lady coming. So that's where we'll actually start. Okay. Yeah, so uh, the action's on you. You hear her coming down the hallway, pushing her little cart, humming happily to herself, completely unaware that you're there. Uh, you have the skull in your hand, we'll say. Unless you okay. want to set it down. It's up to you. I, I will set it down and then um, get my pistol out. Yep. Um, and basically get right in as far into the corner from where he's coming you know, around. As I can to where I'm unnoticeable. Uh, what do you bid for this? Uh, for this, I will bid. Uh, let's see. Um, which one do I have here? I will bid. <laughs> uh, would would a uh, uh, cruel work for this one? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll work. <laughs> That's pretty apt. Uh, is this a flaw? Uh, it is, yes. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. You bid cruel. You're going to have to throw down on it. Uh, okay. And you're attempting to hit her on the back of the head and, and I'm assuming knock her out, right? Yes, yes. That is okay, so this will be brawn um, or grace. Either one. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I would make the argument for grace because yep. you can hit somebody on the back of the head as hard as you want and you won't necessarily <clears throat> knock them out unless you hit the right, right spot. So, uh, Grace is fine. I'm also going to give you a Chaos die. So you get a okay. D6. Because this is a targeted and, attack. And my goal is to not roll a 1 on that. Yeah, you don't want a 1 on that. That will have a mishap. Uh, threshold to knock her out is going to be 2. And sometimes after you hit someone on the head, someone else hits them on the head and almost kills them. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. Simon, uh, you okay, get a yeah. pip for the recall. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Grimball. So that is indeed two. Okay, that's Limbo. Uh, and the mishap was not a one, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay, so Limbo, uh, so you need to roll your damage. Um, this weapon, you know, when you fire it, it does, I think, 2d4 plus one. Uh, just hitting someone with it. It's going to be considered a medium weapon. Or wait, is this a, is this a Derringer or is it? What is this it? This is the, the regular the, the. Okay, so it'll be one d four plus one. Okay. So it, it's going to act as a medium I weapon. I will go ahead and uh, use a violence uh, thing to uh, to reroll one of these real quick, just to see okay. if I can make that a clean success. Yeah, that's always better. Same number. What the hell? Okay, I'm going to try for time. Uh huh. Feed me your resources. Oh, there we go. Okay, so that now so three successes. All right, yeah. so you have a clean uh, success. Uh, you hit her cleanly. Roll your damage. It's a D four plus one. D four, D four plus yep. one. 
And I don't uh, want to hurt her too much. So that's actually just a two. Okay. Uh, and then you get the extra damage because you beat it by one. So it's three damage is what you deal. Did we give her a name? <laughs> Does she need no. a name? No. Uh, the maid. I mean, the butte's maid. Uh, what's a good um, what's a good Spanish name? Hispanic name. Uh, Isabella. Um, Isabella. My family is uh, Vasquez Vila, so you could do Vasquez, like Isabella, Maria Vasquez. Isabella Vasquez. Yeah, I don't want to do Maria because we already have one. We have a Mariah. So Isabella Vasquez, uh, you club her in the back of the head. <laughs> uh, initial groins just said something. Initial groins? What the yeah, hell? they're... They're, Are they promoing? Yeah, and I can't, rem That's can't remember how to. Uh, get yeah, let's it. see. The price is lower than any competitor. Any com any competitor. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, initial groins. Uh, if you're here, then then say something else. If if you're not here, if you just rolled on the stream to promo your shit, one. I applaud you for your oh. brazen attitude. Two, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> but if you're actually going to hang out and watch us, then I retract that and say something. Otherwise, you can go fuck yourself. All right. Yeah, you um, club yes. uh, Isabella Vasquez on the back of the head, uh, right, right in the base of the neck with three damage. As clean success, uh, you've done this many times before. She doesn't die. But you do hear her go, uh, and kind of call out a little bit. Not much, but sort of like, uh, you know, expulsion of breath. And she crumples to the floor like a sack of potatoes. So I move in quickly as soon as, as, soon as I hit her on the back of the head to catch her. Yeah, you get her. Um, and I lightly set her down. Uh, and then I look on in her cart to see if she has any disposable gloves. Yeah. All right, so I grab, so I, I, I you got you cleaning know, quickly, supplies and everything. Yep, I quickly grab a pair of the disposable gloves, um, and I put them on. She'll also and... have, she'll also have those since it's the '80s, those thin Walkman uh, headphones on, and like it's mm. you know corded, tied to. Is a Walkman? Oh, this yeah. is we had cassette Walkmans in '82, right? Do we have that? Sure. Well, she has the new version, so it's there. Boom. Yeah. There's magic in this game. There's also a Walkman. So she's got the Walkman going on. And it'll be like, you know, Michael Jackson playing. So what I do is um, I, after I get the gloves on, I push her cart to in front of the uh, the, the bookshelf. Okay. Uh, are you, are you I... near the hallway or are you near the window? Near the so she's in the probably. hallway. She's in the hallway, and it's yeah. a very wide hallway and such. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you really quick. Yeah. Okay. Also, the Walkman was 1979. Boom. Um, Ken, I told you this is gonna happen. What's your intention here? My intention here, like in this yeah. part. Yeah. I'm setting it up to make it look like we. I want her when she wakes up. To not realize that somebody knocked her out, so I'm setting her up to, to basically uh, look like something fell and hit her on the head when she was cleaning. All right, 
describe how that is, and you'll need to bid to do it. Okay. Uh, so what I'm planning to do is I'm moving her cart in front of um, a shelf that has a heavy-looking object near the top of it, uh, and then I will set her body near that with, let's say, a feather duster in her hand, um, and then I will take what take that heavy object off the shelf and put it on the floor. What's the object? I don't know. Let's say it's a... They put some decorative vase on the top shelf or something like that. Okay, sure. Yeah. Cut scene, you know, it's like 30 minutes later, she wakes up. I never dust. Uh, yeah, so you, you position her, you're sitting there, you know, like you like put her leg just so, and you know, she, you put the feather duster in her hand and kind of roll the vase around. You're like, that looks great. Um, and you said I needed to, to roll for a bid for you'll this? Need, you'll just need a bid. Yeah. Okay, bid a so a bid for this, I will bid um, time served. Okay. Because, I mean, I guess during during my during my career, I've set up teams um, before. Yeah. As you bid time served, uh, this looks pretty good. You know, <laughs> it seems like, I mean, how would it have happened? Maybe someone's not going to think about it. Maybe they would. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, liability. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really rich, kind of awful people as far as you're aware, so maybe they would actually care more that the vase is not broken. Yeah, they're good people. Yeah, so uh, this takes you a so few now, minutes. What are you doing? Now, now that I've now that I've done done with that, I will now go back to the window with the paperweight and um, continue what I was going to do before, which was throw the paperweight at the nearest statue or fountain or whatever's close to the house that I could actually hit. What do you bid? Uh, for this, I will bid. You may uh, have actually already bidded, uh, but I, I don't mean, know if you did. I might have, but I don't remember. I think we were. I think I was getting ready to, but then you were like, "Okay, no, this doesn't okay. take too long okay. to get ready." Um, so for this one, I will bid athletic. My physicality. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, the only throwdown will be a mishap die. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a it's a called shot. Yeah, kind of. It's more. This could just go bad. Okay. So you're gonna hit it. It's just, you know, do you roll a one on the mishap die? It's not a one. Okay. As a yeah, you, know, you take off one of the heads with a head. It's like a metal head. You launch at a statue head, and it <laughs> explodes. Uh, the half the face. You're going to be Leah Mizrahi, destroyer of statues. <laughs> this is not the oh, only yeah. statue you've defaced. <laughs> um, as the other half of the head rolls off, ding, ding, ding. as that happens, you hear uh, expectedly, expectantly, as you had expected, someone go, what was that? And then like uh, silverware, you know, that sound that Silvera makes when you hit a table, blank, uh, and you hear people, or perhaps one, two people moving downstairs towards the backyard. However, as you maybe like look over your shoulder, 
uh, hearing that and then turn back around to perhaps watch, you also notice something else. In the distance, toward where the fountain is, there's, there's a little bit of a fog back here. There always is. Where the fountain is in the backyard and the, the weird statue with the, the very long, shallow bowl, if you remember that, that yeah, yeah. Tony kept on sticking his finger in. and <laughs> I think you did too. <laughs> I did. I took a drink. Oh, I actually licked the water from it. Yeah. yeah. You notice three figures. They look like just uh, from the body shape because they're, they're in the fog. So you can't see their, their features. Uh, it looks like they have on dresses. So perhaps they're women. Um, by their build, maybe teenage girls. Sort of listlessly standing. And if you had to take a guess, it looks like they're maybe facing you. But it's difficult to tell. And then you notice the statue that you just marred is bleeding out of its neck. It may make a sanity roll. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That, that, that's fair. Uh, okay, so. Uh, that would be a one success. With one success, uh, you find yourself, however you feel, you feel this cold sweat beat it up. You know, you can feel it on your chest and, and underarms and all this stuff. Uh, perhaps your breath, uh, breathing rate, it heightens. As you shake your head, wipe your eyes, and there's no blood on the statue. And as you look up to see where the girls were, they're not there anymore. It's about that time that you hear of downstairs, the door open up, and someone is coming out. What are you doing? Uh, at this point, I am starting to, now that I've confirmed that people are actually going out there, I'm starting to head down the stairs. So you so turn around, uh, not waiting to see what's, who and what's coming out. You turn and, excuse me, quietly, it's all carpeted, quietly move towards the stairway, walking over uh, the maids. Isabella Vasquez, his body, unconscious. You make it to the stairs uh, where the banister is. And in the same fashion, it moves around this some way to the first floor. You still hear some uh, voices. In fact, they're a little bit heightened. Uh, not nervous per se, but hey, what was that sound uh, yeah. heightened? So there are still people downstairs. Okay. I'm still moving downstairs. Slowly. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to be cautious about it. But um, what do you I'm, I'm moving, huh? What do I bid? What do you bid? I'm assuming to be very stealthy. Uh, let's say for this one, steadfast. I'll make you throw down on this one. Okay. Uh, you, there's it's heightened situation. There's multiple people. Um, so probably grace for this. I think grace is a perfect aspect to roll for this. And so that would be a total you... of three yep. successes. Give me one second. Mm -mm -mm. That's the wrong person. 
You say three? Yes. <clears throat> As you're going down rather quietly, one of those annoying things happens where, you know, there's pictures on the walls and stuff. And uh, like with, with a, those kinds of uh, frames, they're really wide and ornate and more expensive than the paintings themselves. Hi! Hello! Uh, we, we, we have a visitor. Um, my, my grandmother is here and she wanted Hi, Grandma. to see what this, this is all about. You can you it's can us. either hear me. <laughs> I you can either hear me or or the way this is set up. Uh, because if I if I let them hear you, it's echoey. There's going to be an echo. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you can talk here here now. You talk. Hello. I'm well. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> All right. How are you? Bien. Muy bien. You're very good. She's muy bien. Oh, muy bien. Oh, indeed. Uh, I, I only speak French. <laughs> Como sava? Uh, how do I say how are you in, in Spanish? Oh, my gosh. Como esta ustedes? Como, como esta ustedes? She said perfectamente bien. Hey. Good. Can I say bene or is that Italian? It's nada más. Go ahead. Nada más queríamos un poquitico de lo que estaba aquí en este lugar, en este, ¿cómo se llama? De la, la casa. Yeah. Así que no podemos. No, no. Let's see. Uh, bueno, <laughs> she, she wants uh, uh what do you want well i i'm i'm really um because i see what yeah no it's beautiful look at all the colors it's beautiful and exactly. the the scene that we're interrupting <laughs> no it's fine it's fine it's fine <laughs> the, is uh right uh between uh leah which is this character? And oh, she's yeah, in yeah. this place. Um, uh, she's in, she's broken into this house. Um, this house right here. Oh, <laughs> no me moleste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for coming by. Yeah. Love yeah. Love you too. Oh. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Everybody. Everybody say goodbye. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And that's your, your grandmother, yeah? I forgot yeah, she's, I, uh... I forgot it was all in Spanish. I was like, derp. <laughs> Dude, my Spanish <laughs> well, is I mean, awful. God, I need to learn yeah, Spanish. My Spanish is, is, I can understand some stuff. Yeah, well, you're you're. Um, she she speaks very clearly. I could understand the words, but I didn't understand their meaning mostly because I just, I don't have it. Yeah, I, I, she she's got um a little dementia, so like what she uh, said was a little obtuse. a little wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we'd probably you know, get along. She, <laughs> she, 
<laughs> she she wanted to see what this was about, and I told yeah. her that if she wanted to come in, she could she could of course come in and say hello. Of course, she can always come in, and she can play if she wants. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think so. I think so. I think she she should uh, she'd be the smart one. Anyway, all right. <laughs> so, uh, Leah, you had attempted to go downstairs. Stealthiness, yes. um, steadfast is what you bid. As you go down with measured steps, you you got three successes. There's all these paintings and such, uh, frames and whatnot on the walls. And we'll even say, uh, roll me a D4. I don't have any dice on me, so you're going to be rolling. Actually, I don't want you to roll it. Hulk will roll it. Since they're waiting, we'll have them roll stuff. D4, you say? Yep, roll a D4. All right. That's a two. Um, this is just me sabotaging myself. <laughs> uh, so with the two, you notice, uh, on the walls, it, it's, it's like, you know, there'll be like a deer head and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, all kinds of things that, that people that collect things have, but there's also a couple interesting things, two weapons. One of them is a, uh, a, a cavalry sword. Maybe it looks like it's from like the 1800s, like from like Custer's Charge, that kind of thing. So it's a Sheba. Uh, your Sheba uh, is up there. And also you see uh, next to it on this little placard, uh, a pearl handed, handed, handled pistol that looks like it has uh, a shot in it. I mean, as in like it could, you could, have one bullet and it'll have have the the wheel gun thing what is it uh, like the old school uh like like an actual like uh, a real real flintlock thing yeah yeah which i think would be kind of cool anyway and they both look real real wheel regardless as you're walking down something rather annoying happens which is your shoulder happens to rub up against one of the uh, the frames and just makes a slight scuffle sound. You pause, being steadfast, knowing that while that sound was not very loud, someone who has keen hearing or is, you know, stoned or paranoid or something may have heard it as you kind of paused in the open on the stairwell. Um, it's winding around, or the stairway as it's winding around the big, thick fucking banister you could slide down in fact it's all wood and lustrous and such and you can just barely see down into the main sitting room uh where there's a hearth oh that's very good that, that picture is excellent uh, you can just see the corner of where the kitchen starts off to your left um on down the stairs and then around that large hallway would be up where the back is in the sitting room you can see um because the ceiling is blocking a lot of your view. Two legs of someone sitting, looks like a woman sitting in a large back chair. Uh, what catches your eye is the trim on her dress. It's this, it's almost like a wedding dress. It's this white and sort of a, with a yellowish hue. And there's, there's jewels all around the dress and such. Uh, her shoes are flat bottomed but they're also bejeweled and such and have like little tassels and whatnot. Okay. Uh, 
beyond that, the world Zach is going. You still hear some uh, chopping from the the kitchen, uh, someone moving about in there, and then someone moving about at, in the backyard. Actions on uh, you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I will pause for a second just to see if I hear anybody happen to have noticed, uh, you know, the sound from my shoulder brushing the the window frame. As you pause there for a, a few moments, you see or you hear the voices kind of die down. But there's not really much movement. As those whoever's sitting in that chair, uh, they're not they're not moving. Um, this would be a time that you could bid or something like that. But that's that's what you you hear. Uh, they stop talking though. Uh, let's see. I am going to bid my law uh scene shit um to basically i don't know use my paranoia to my advantage my trauma <laughs> to my advantage mm -hmm. and see if i can you know ferret out if, if i've been made or not as sitting there you bid you bid your trauma <laughs> yeah scene shit <laughs> scene shit as a. Uh... Again, the sweat. You can hear your own heartbeat as you're trying to measure your breathing, breathing out the back, you know, uh, through the mouth really slowly. As you realize the person in the chair and whoever's in the kitchen likely are looking at each other. The air is thick with anticipation. Either they've heard something or their suspicions are up. You also note at this point, there's no sound coming from the backyard. Perhaps the door's been shut, and that's why. But the person hasn't come back. As there's this maybe five seconds of just silence, and it gets more and more and more awkward. You realize, having bit this flaw, they know something's up. They're they're looking. They don't. They, they probably didn't hear you. But they're definitely aware something's going on. Or they think there is. What you do? Ah, uh, shit. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, okay, at this point, um, Leah's probably honestly going to assume that... Uh, that it's 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 bad enough that she's probably not gonna be able to make a clean break from this. Um, so at this point, Leah will, uh, you know, and she's seen she's seen Miss um, Levon once at this point, so she'll try and you know guesstimate you know, how much she weighs. You know, let's say you know between like one twenty five, one thirty ish. She uh, probably weighs. Yeah, she's. She's around 5'8", I believe, and is in her 50s. She's about, she's about 140, 150 pounds, you could guess. Okay, so yeah. Um, so at this point, she'll she'll reach into her pocket and pull out the, the tube of the powdered, you know, nightshade. 
and uh, you know, pour pour about what she thinks is going to be right into her palm, and you know, and she's still wearing the gloves, by the way. I will. As, uh, you mean the gloves she got from uh, uh the, from Vasquez? Yeah. As you're doing this, you're measuring it out. You hear utensils put down or picked up, perhaps, mm-hmm. from the kitchen. And there's breathing. Someone's moving, you can hear. The legs that you can still see, uh, the weight shifted a little bit. And you see whoever that is, is kind of slowly getting up. Gotcha. You see maybe the hand come down. The hand has, it's an older person. um, And although with, with good skin, but the nails are very long sharp looking cool that's not good leah leah will will focus on that for a second but try not to think too hard about it because it kind of creeps her out <laughs> um you hear beads so point... <laughs> anyway um so so she'll you know she'll she'll cleanse her cleanse her you know the fist that she poured the powder into real tight um and then you know put the 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 two you know close the tube back up and put it back in her pocket. And at this point, she'll reach around uh, for the revolver with the rune, you know, bullets in them. And, uh, you and you know, yeah, and have it have it out, basically, you know, in that classic position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she'll she'll go ahead and, I mean, she'll still be very, you know, try and be as quiet as possible, but she's Yeah, not you have steadfast, Ben. Yeah. So she, but she's not trying to be. She, she's moving a little faster than she was because, again, at this point, she kind of figures she's been made before, made already. So she's going to head, um, probably directly to the middle point between the two, and just walk straight into the room. Make a reaction roll as you do this. This will be okay. wits. Wits. Okay. So your action die and wits. Dun dun dun. Dun dun. dun. So that's two successes. Let's do a fate roll. Who wants to be fortune? Who wants to be false fortune? I'll be one. I'll be fortune. Which one are you doing? Okay. Drizzle is fortune. I'll be the other guy. And your false person. fortune. Okay. <clears throat> so here are the stakes. Fortune. The person who went outside, out back who would be at your back at this point, has not returned in the house. False fortune. They did return, and you have your back to them. Uh, although you will realize they're behind you because you got two successes. But that's the, the fate roll. Roll it. Bad. I got an 86. Oh, you beat me. I got a 37. All right, Leah, as you steadfastly move down uh, in go mode, maybe you've you've gotten your, your breath completely under control. Eyes, vision focused. Looking over your shoulder just briefly, you know, slicing the pie, making sure there's no one behind you. With your wits of two, you notice the door has been closed, and you do see a person... Uh, Outside, their back is to you. Um, they're about a stone's throw away from the doorway, investigating the statue. A large 
person. Um, maybe six, three, six, four. They, they look like a cab driver, except a really nice, uh, nicely dressed cab driver, like for rich people, or perhaps a butler. It's all black, nice, uh, suit top, um, uh, a little caddy hat, um, all black, or maybe a Navy and, uh, African-American man looking around over there. Um, you'll note too, just because you got two successes, they, they have, uh, some noticeable rings on their fingers. As you come back around and get to the central point, first thing you see to the left in the kitchen is your Corey, which is Lady or Loretta Lavon. She's in a nice gown, uh, a going out gown, probably for something like going to the hideaway. She has a knife, a big cleaver in her hand, and has all this meat on the table. Uh, you know, the big buffet-style table. Um, glorious red meat of... Perhaps you don't really know what kind of an animal it is. Uh, perhaps a goat. Um, but you see, like, half the carcass there. She's been cleaning it. And it's this odd scene of she's in this beautiful gown cleaning an animal. There's something just strange. As she looks up with a look of... A look of surprise that perhaps gives you an odd pleasure. <laughs> and then your brain figures, susses out what you see on the right in the sitting room. As you quickly look, you see a woman, elderly woman. She's not bent over or anything, as in like she's standing up straight, but she's she's ageless, uh, withered and such. When I say ageless, it's hard to tell how old she is. She's just old. And she's wearing this um, almost tribal looking gown. Like she's going to a costume party is maybe the, the immediate thing. Perhaps she reads palms, uh, beads all over the place. She's got these gnarly talon like uh, fingernails. She is motionless She's holding a cane next to her side, really nice ivory looking. And she's staring holes through you. Her eyes are incredibly calm. Indeed, that is who she is. Incredibly calm, dark eyes. It's difficult to see any color at all in them. And it's rather unnerving, her gaze. There's a man on the far side next to uh, the hearth and the fire that's going. He's uncomfortably close to it. Uh, he's wearing uh, a tuxedo. Very thin man. Think like Professor Lupin from Harry Potter is essentially what he looks like. Uh, he's got a little monocle. And he's got a doctor's bag, like a big black doctor's bag. That's the scene you're in. You have surprised most of these people the actions on you uh um so immediately after she's you know done that quick assessment uh, uh leah will will look directly you know at uh loretta well the good evening miss lelevon it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance again 
what the fuck are you doing in the house? She's holding she's holding the, the knife, but it's almost like she doesn't realize she has a knife or something. Like she's pointing at you with it, but almost like it's just her hand. What are you doing here? Uh, you see, I've learned a few things over the last couple of days. It's quite fascinating. Uh, I'm not going to bug you with the details, but the simple the simple fact of the matter is I'm here to find some answers out, and you're going to tell me everything I wish to know. And if you won't behave yourselves, you'll you'll live past the night. Otherwise, you're not going to. She looks at you with this astonishment, and for a moment, there's a panic that crosses her face as she sees the gun and you're standing there. And then you see the shit-eating just face that you 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 recognize. Her face becomes a big shit-eating face. As she go, she looks over your shoulder and goes, Edwin, call the police on this filth. Go right ahead. I'm sure see, they'd love to have a look around the property. As you see the doctor-looking dude, you notice movement as he stands up and, like, leaving his bag, walks around, not between you and the older woman, but <laughs> around the older woman, uh, and kind of scooch, trying to get around you and into hallway where there's a phone, uh, like a cord phone. Uh and at that point, Leah will will literally snap and shoot him in the kneecap. What do you bid? Uh, I bid. Ooh, uh, calloused. Yeah, uh, roll damage because you're gonna hit him, and uh, you get a mishap die, of course. Yes, yes. Okay. So, so, so just roll the roll the Sorry. the damage first. I've been clenching my right hand this whole time, like mimicking holding the power. <laughs> that's right. Uh, okay, so all right, so that's going to be uh, a mishap die. So I'll roll that first. Yep. Okay, so that is not a one. That is in nice. fact a four. So that's a plus uh, one. Then... You guys will get to play. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. All right, so it's two d four. Uh oh. Okay. Plus one. Uh, so that's going to be seven damage. Yeah. Um, and are you using the fancy bullets? Yeah, these are the rune rounds, yes. Alright, so that'd be 2d4 plus two. Oh, okay. Good so you did eight? Yeah. Right. Um, we're gonna give him, let's see. Threshold is oh wow. I never thought about that. Uh how many successes did you get? You didn't get any. You got one because you just yeah. hit him. No, it makes sense. Eight. Yep. As you quickly turn, shoot this dude in the knee. You have seen gore in your time. You've seen bullet wounds and all these things. And as of late, you've seen some, some gore. When this man's knee gets hit with this bullet, one just like when you shot the other bullets in the in in the distance it almost sounds like someone's whispering a spell Mahala echoing right <laughs> yeah echoing you get a pip for that well done echoing in the sky 
as was that thunder did the did, did was it an earthquake did something shake as his knee gets hit it fucking explodes in blood just he folds in half at the leg uh parts of his leg just are gone uh you have seen horrible damage in in your time in the military he's probably going to lose that leg whatever just happened like it's like you shot him with a fucking cannon as his leg bends the wrong way he just looks down screaming at the top of his lungs bloody fucking murder as he hits the ground and is out of his mind and quickly passes out you see the color bleeding from his face blood is going everywhere into the floor Loretta Levon screams runs for the door off this way the side door and is trying to get out of sight uh, and in fact does as it's her turn unless you spend cunning to go first the old woman the old woman stands there absolutely motionless do you spend cunning yeah yeah yeah. all right cunning it's your turn what do you do um oh i will uh do i see can i can i tell obviously which door loretta is trying to run through you didn't see this door when you came in um it's probably some sort of hallway that 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 goes into the back when you guys were first in the butte's house it's the way it's the place that she came from so it's sort of a, a hallway that goes behind the kitchen there's some door back there as far as you're aware it's not to the outside because you didn't see a door that went to the outside um okay uh so i will go ahead and um i'll i'll, I'll draw up I'll, I'll you know i'll, I'll draw i'll draw up on loretta and um she's running yeah no you're I interrupting her action yeah i will yell as loudly as i can i don't miss if you want to live you better halt all right what do you bid uh to make her stop and uh you can throw down on it i'm gonna <laughs> bid bloody that makes sense as uh you were far enough away to where you didn't get blood splatter, but you're obviously bloody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's see. That'd be would that be mind? I mean, they're the same, but that would be mind or wits. I think either one. Okay. Either one makes sense. You're commanding just, her, so. Let's say mind just because it's more of like a force of will kind of thing at this point. Yep. Uh, I'll tell you the threshold here in just a second. Okay. I just need to look her up. Uh, Son of a bitch. Uh, Ken, will you throw down a D10? And Drizzle, will you throw down a D6? And tell me what you get. So that's one. So two. Three. How much? Okay, so nothing. So uh, threshold is three. Okay. So I have two successes on the one. I will re-roll with an expression and try and get this other one up. <laughs> uh, would this would learning work for this? Um, how would it work? 
I'm learning what her responses to things are. <laughs> I think that could work. I think also you could say uh, you've you've gone through training. Um, you have learned how to command people in situations. So yeah, that'll work. Aha! Yes. So that's four successes now. All right, clean success. As she stops, uh, the camera is right down the barrel of your gun on on her. As the focus pulls onto her face, she looks scared. Switching to the love in Moto. You guys die. Going back to Leah. No, I'm kidding. All right. So. I'll be right back. Yep. So. You all just have had an interesting experience. You were in the corridor. The lights were shutting off, coming towards you. The door to Marcus's room, I believe it was number 13, was open. Completely darkness in there, or almost complete darkness. Think of Sin City, if you've seen Sin City. High contrast. Uh, windows, shades, blackout windows, or blackout shades are drawn. You can just see the edge of them. And you can see Marcus there. As Mariah has just run in, she slipped through a couple of your fingers as you all kind of tackle her on the ground and find yourself as you look up feeling pulled into the room as the door tries to shut which one of you is in the door jam preventing that? Uh, I thought all three of us had fallen into the half in the room and half out. All right. So who does the door hit? I, I'll let the door hit me. All right. As the door slams into your back, the knob gets you right in the fucking kidney. Just boom. Which feels great. You got the leather jacket. Still hurts like a bitch. As Mariah is in your arms, uh, Nord is right next to you, kind of holding on to, uh, like you've got, Simon, you've got like her legs, Nord's got like her arms, uh, and Tony, you'll be in there too, kind of like bunched up against the door jam with these two. So you see Marcus there, staring at you, leering, his head kind of like going back and forth, almost like in a haunt or something, like he's trying to freak you out perhaps. Perhaps there's a moment of, is is this guy for real? And then you see again this viscous water that smells of brine in the ocean just pour out of his mouth onto the floor with a splash as he looks up. The action is on you all. Um, I'm going to try to pull... Mariah out of the room. Pull back she, and get to... We're going to say she's struggling. Uh, in an uncharacteristic show of emotion. Then again, you ha you guys haven't seen her react to her dad. Um, She's not crying per se. We'll say uh, all of you get a reaction roll. This will be wits or mind. I have two. 
successes. One. Two successes. One success. <clears throat> so, uh, threshold for this is one. So, Limbo. Uh, Simon will say for you, you you know, she wants to get to her dad, but you, you she's struggling. Uh, so, some, perhaps she's scared or something. Uh, for Tony and Nord, maybe because you have a little bit more objectivity, who knows why. It dawns on you what her deal is. Mariah has shown herself to be a very precocious child. You know she's 11. But she she comes off like she's a lot older, a lot more mature, a lot smarter. Makes sense because of her mother, you know, her mother and she have an interesting relationship. Um but she's a little girl and she has seen some seriously sh- crazy shit. The same kind of shit. Not all of it, but the same kind of shit you guys have seen. And she sees her dad now. Perhaps the memory comes back to you guys. Was Mariah kidding? Was she joking? Was she lying? Was she just blocking out that she had experienced the school bus? Or the school bus. The uh, the transit but bus disappearing. The lightning, the voices the violence that you all you guys have seen she wants to get her to her dad it's obvious as she is struggling to get away from you guys to get to her father and if you want to hold on to her uh you're gonna have to throw down and uh and bid or you can uh, always bid like, her i would like to bid uh an Ability? Is that a thing? Yeah. Well, you bid. You, uh, abilities are traits, so you just be bidding that. If you want to activate yeah. the ability, you have to bid something to activate it as well. Well, I don't. I don't have a um, any kind of. It's not upgraded. It's just a regular ability. Oh, sure. So to sure. activate it, should I activate it and then? Because I'm gonna. I could bid underdog, and then activate my ability counterpoint. And then say something to her. Yeah, that's how it would work. Um, Mariah, does your father usually uh, puke water out his mouth? I mean, do you think we... He's just sick. He's just sick. He, he needs help he, as you is... see him leering at you. I, is he Is he normally like this? Is this normal for him? She says, Daddy, and reaches out towards him. You don't want to touch him. You might get sick, too. This You might catch this. And throw down. Uh, Simon, you're, you're holding on to her. You're a lot stronger than she is. Uh, but she's wriggling and wily. That's, uh, I only have one success on this. As she is um, listening to you, um, but you can tell she's not particularly convinced. She does. She wants to get to her dad, but she's not struggling as much. Yeah. Is it? Um, it's just my like because there's no benefit bonus. It's just two dice, correct? Correct. Your action die and uh, likely your mind or your wits. Yeah. Uh, still player turn. 
uh, I I will. Well, okay. I'll bid rigid to start to pull her back. Is that? Yeah, you are stronger than her. Like I said, you don't yeah. need to to throw down. Uh, you got her, and you're pulling her back. She's she's fighting against you, but not as hard as she was before. What Nord said did get through to her. She's just kind of overtaken with her emotions. Tony. Tony, uh, Tony will attempt to aid Simon. How do you do it? Huh? How do you do Grabbing it? Grabbing the other arm. <laughs> Tony puts the arm behind her back like a little chicken wing. Uh, what do you bid? Border guard. <laughs> We've covered this before. Uh, you've separated many families from their children. <laughs> so you know exactly how to twist. And she goes, ah! And she goes, dang it, Tony! <laughs> and looks at you with uh, the look you actually know from Mariah. Uh, it kind of breaks her out of the emotion for a second. And she looks at you, and you can tell she's probably going to get you back somehow. <clears throat> World action. The room becomes cold. You guys are in the door jam. As the door, Simon, opens up as though someone's on the opposite side, pulling it open really fast. And then you hear the whooshing sound as it comes to shut on you, uh, on all of you. This would be a reaction roll. Um, since, Simon, you're the one getting the door, you're the one that rolls the reaction roll. If you two want to aid Simon, then you can aid him. Is it is it Grace? Since it's I'm trying to dodge Grace or of... Braun. If you're trying oh, to just dodge him. out of the way, then it'd be Grace. If you're trying to uh, brace the door or brace against the door, it'd be Braun. The good thing about bracing against the door is it doesn't slam on your two friends and trap them inside. Right. Uh, then I will do Braun. I, I mean, like it just sort end. of pass. It just sort of passes the buck to someone else to do is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. And they could do Grace <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what are you aiding him with? Um, slide a hand. You know, he's trying to brace, and I'm gonna maybe I do a switch up with Mariah so I could grab her so it sure. would free him up a little bit. Sure. What's the aspect die you give him? Uh, grace. And what's Which the die is... type? Uh, it's a D8. Alright, you get a D8, and Tony, are you going to aid? Yes. How do you do it? Like, subscribe, and share. You too can be a a dreadlore patron, uh, or see all of our digital content on Apple, uh, iTunes, Amazon, all of the evil big corporations that uh, control our lives on a daily basis. Please like, subscribe, and share with all of your friends and family, and you too can be indoctrinated into the world of dreadlore. I will aid. Yep. What do you bet? Lord. 
and I will bid focus, which is burning. Yep. What aspect of die do you give him? And when I say that, I mean what die type do you give him? <laughs> uh, a d6. I roll that biatch. The threshold to avoid getting uh, ruckus by this door is four. Jeez. Then I only have three. Uh oh. Do can I give him an expression? Like I no. really don't want to be a live. They can't help no. him with the proficiency. No. You can only do. Uh, you can only spend proficiencies for others if it's a fate roll. Decisions. All right. As the door slams, uh, you see Nord grab Mariah out of your hands. As Tony, Tony, as Simon, you brace against the door. But it's one of those things where your arms don't get up fast enough. As it slams you in the face, you hear the. As you know, your nose might be broken. As blood just spills down your face. Uh, behind you is Tony bracing against the door too, so the door does not shut on you all, but it does slam into your fucking face. Uh, you will take four damage. Biff. So that's the world action. Marcus goes. As he takes a step or two forward. For anyone looking, is anyone looking at Marcus? I think we're all generally. Well, I wouldn't be because I'm looking at a door that just hit me in the face. That's right. right. So Simon's not looking. Tony, are you looking? Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, Tony, are you looking? No. (laughs) No, it is definitely looking. Nor did you peek over your shoulder. You see him move way too quickly. He moves like an insect as he shuffles forward really fast. So fast, you see the bed sheets move. And there's this foul, this putrid smell, like like dead fish that wafts up in your face. You may make a sanity roll. As he reaches out with his hand that seems to elongate towards you and grab which one? Uh, Leah, will you roll me a d6? And the result will be 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. So 1, 2 is on Tony. 3, 4 is on Simon. 5, 6 is on Nord. Yes, that's a 4. 2, 3, 4. Simon, you feel this bony hand grab onto your shoulder blade and try to dig in. You get a reaction roll. Uh, what'd what you get? Would... Uh, brawn, grace, brawn. woodwork, um, or mind, actually. Nord, what'd you get? Can I use something? Um, oh yeah, like an ability or something to. Yeah, you can use. It's it's a, it's just like throwing down. In fact, it is throwing down just without needing to bid something to do it. Sure. Um, can I can I use kettle? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as you bid Kettle, um, how how does this not freak Nord out? Does he blink? Like, what, what, he's, what the fuck? Well, he moved fast. Oh, actually, no. I, I'm going to bid Bleak. 
Uh, it's my flaw. Uh, dude is bleak. How's that? Yeah, that, I makes, dig it. that fits the narrative. He's bleak. I dig it. Bleak. He's just nothing phases him for some reason. He is That's unfazable. Right. <laughs> as you as you see this happen, maybe there's even like a little bit of a chuckle. What is your derangement? What are your derangements? I just have a psychosis. Yeah, maybe you hear someone chuckle, and then you realize it was you. As Tony like and Simon, uh, you hear Nord kind of chuckling behind you, like, <laughs> like this nervous chuckle. When you look at him, he looks fine now. Simon, what'd you get? I only got one success. Uh oh. Uh oh, Simon. What are you doing, Simon? Uh, well, I. Uh... I only got one success, so evidently I'm probably failing because I'm I'm out of proficiencies. I used them all. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, I can't uh, reroll anymore. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. Indeed, indeed. That moment it all goes bad. All right. Um, anyone aiding Simon? Can I aid him? Because right now he's getting a, grabbed. Uh, with uh, the thresh uh, threshold is two. Yes, you can. Threshold is two. Uh, uh, so you can give him an aspect. Since this is a new round, you can give him any aspect you want. Uh, well, if I give him Vagabond, I mean, I've run from all sorts of people and groups of people, and you don't want your buddies <laughs> to get caught either. Right. So I'll give him a, a Grace die, which is a D8. Yep. Uh, so you get a D8 on that? Nope. Remember, you also have Ninja Gear. Uh, uh, let me see if I... For your extra dice. I will, uh... Bid my revolver. So yeah. as he goes to grab a hold of me, um, I reach into my pocket and grab my gun. Maybe swing it ar around. You're not holding on to Mariah right now. Nord has her. So your your hands are free. I'll bid the trade on it as well. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, well, my revolver is pure shit today because both <laughs> of the both of the dice <laughs> I rolled were ones. All right. So All right. I'm still just one success. Awesome. It's good. Uh, Leah, will you roll for your hubby? You roll me a D4. That's a one. As Simon, you whip around. This hand grabs onto your back. The nails, like a claw, pierces your skin you take one damage and it as it as you whip around you f you hear and feel your jacket rip as perhaps the jacket uh the leather jacket provided some kind of uh protection you feel yourself it's... bleeding though in your back uh um i still will try to pull away uh, from him. 
Yeah, as you do, you you push against the door. It feels like there's someone on the opposite side of the door pushing against you. Um, okay, that's the antagonists. No one spent cunning. Great. It's your all's turn. You guys decide when you go. I'm going to... Uh, take, I'm going to take that moment to take a step back from the door and as I do, pull the door with me and then go forward with it back into whoever's uh, whoever yep. may be behind What do you bid to do it? Um, I'm going to bid uh, my background, or no, I'm going to bid my period of life hardened. I've done this stuff before. I've had to uh, I've had to kick doors open so I know how to how to do it. Yep. Uh, go ahead and throw down. Getting a lot okay. of throwdowns this game. That'll be. I'm gonna get you some water next round. <laughs> uh, I it's my sinuses. I can't. Oh, it's all good. Uh, uh, and I got absolutely no successes on that one. <laughs> you can do. Uh, can do some. Uh some breath you can do ninja gear remember uh and since it's this is your next turn um and mm. people can age you you could bid mariah to age you too simon eight okay there's one success um no. you are at limbo right now if i bid no, I don't think I, that makes sense though. Um, I'm go. I'm going to bid lock pick. I don't know how it make. I'm trying to make it make sense in my head real quick though. Um, because in some doors, when you're having to pick the lock, you have to you have to jiggle the handle just right and apply force one way or the other. Yeah, you give it a a quick burst. The one-inch yeah. punch for doors. <laughs> okay. Another one. That's four <laughs> ones. And... I got one success. All right. One is limbo. As you hear, uh, this door, it's a pretty heavy door. So roll a d4 plus one for damage for the door. Uh, and it will be halved since it's limbo. Four. Nice. So that's two damage. You hear, Ugh! and um, someone fall down on the other side. As the door swings open and hits a foot, you whip around. You got your gun out, maybe trained on the, the person who fell, and then perhaps back up at Marcus. And then back, you see the door, or uh, the motel clerk, the old man. Did we give him a name? I have one written down. Yeah, we I gave him a name. Yeah, what's his I don't, name? I don't... I don't remember what his name is, but he definitely had a name and a description that you went into. Yeah, no, I forgot. Um, I forgot what it was. I didn't uh, write that. Usually I write this stuff down, but... It's gone forever. It's gone forever. It's right gone. now, he's just Pally because he's, he's Pal. Yeah, as you see uh, <laughs> the motel clerk fall down, his hat falls off. You know, he's got the, the Crypt Keeper hair. All right, uh, still all your turns, and and Simon too. This is all on you guys. 
So I would like he, to. Good. I'm just. So he was inside the room. No, he's in the hallway. The no. doorway opened out into the hallway and then slammed in. Now, when you oh, when when you got to the door, it opened like a hotel room and opened into the room, like you know, not savages. But this is the thing. When you were trying to leave, it swung out into the hallway and was slamming back. I would like to bid. How does it do that? How does it do that, Simon? The, That's a good question, Simon. Make theology. a sanity roll, Simon. Indeed, as wouldn't this be? The, this is the thing out of the all the things that makes it move. Oh my God, it could be real. It's the, those door hinges are on the wrong side. I should have explained that better. That is my bad. Did everyone have it uh, going out into the hallway, or did you have it going into the room? Uh, I had it going I, into the room. I thought he was stepping out of the hallway. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, the door, the door was swinging awkwardly out into the hallway. Sure. I should have. Most hotel more. rooms, most ho hotel rooms, I think they go in. Yeah. For yeah. some reason, because they're fire hazards. But oh. I mean, well, you don't want a bunch of doors coming out this way and yeah, right. ramming. Exactly. Into you them. don't want to, yeah. and that's why they go in. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So it's like once you're in, you're you're stuck. Right. Well, this one it was literally swinging wide out into the hallway like a like sure. a door clapper and like wham, 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 like a haunted house. Oh, what'd you get? You need one success for door hinges. <laughs> you can't get it. <laughs> I can't get it. I, the, the, the the one. Oh. All right, what are your what are your what are your flaws? Uh, my flaws <laughs> right now are calloused, stubborn. Reach for and night terror. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. Um, I'm gonna bid calloused for you. Okay. Uh, why is it that? Why is it that this that Simon is able to rationalize this? Um. Because this is pretty integral to your character of just being, nah, nah, yeah. nah. So why is it? Uh, oh, it's, well, this is a cheap hotel. So even though the, uh, <laughs> even though the, uh, well, it's called the Love Inn. Of course it's a cheap hotel. It's a rent <laughs> by the hour. So it, like, the That's a the little frame, judgy. The, well, the frame <laughs> on it, the frame on this door is probably, fr like, weak. And so just the force of the three men trying to pile through it has pushed it like the opposite yeah, way. Yeah, and in fact, as you look, you see that there's chips and stuff. That's obviously what it is. Yeah. We're going to give you another flaw. So you won't take sanity damage because it's silly. But you'll get another flaw. And it'll either be called judgy or like uh, convinced <laughs> or what, what, something along those lines. But you get to choose. Okay. It's not right. up to code. The building's not, not up to code. code. OSHA's going to have, have a field day with this. Uh, Tony and Nord, it's still your turn. Can I uh, bid? Um, oh, I had it until I lost it. Uh, oh, yeah, there we go. Fake out and and jutsu to activate jujitsu so I can grab Mariah and like tumble out the door because that's yep. what you do. As you already had a hold of her, uh, and Simon has opened the door, 
you do exactly that. You do this like rough and tumble. As you hear, you hear her go, wee, and you land on the other side, kind of in the, uh, the crouch position. You have her. Uh, she's oddly smiling. Like that was a lot of fucking fun. Uh, the smile, of course, starts to fade as she remembers then what's going on. She looks uh, around at the dude on the floor. Uh, there's some anger that crosses Mariah's face. So she looks back up at you, Nord, and then uh, maybe into the room. She says, what's going on with my dad? I think he's sick. We should well, we have give to him help some him. space. We will. We're totally going to help him. Uh, That's why I'll we're here. Make, we'll go to the doctor's office and tell them what the symptoms are. Well, you get the bid uh, to, to lie. Actually, you just throw down. Throw down the lie. Or bid. It's up to you. Bid or throw down. Uh, Tony, what are you doing? You see Nord leap out of the room uh, and some, with Mariah somehow doing some tumbling. And uh, they're okay. Maybe some rock is, is he still in there? No. You're the only one in the room with Marcus. <laughs> as Tony does the duck lips. <laughs> like I say, uh, <laughs> what's your deal? He, he turns to you. Uh, he's like five, six feet away from you, right at the bed. As his eyes flicker up, uh, bloodshot again, uh, drool just pouring out of his mouth. As he opens his mouth, uh, you see like almost like zombified, teeth as he goes come here I'll, I'll show you and he no. starts walking forward to grab you it's still your and turn I reach in and pull out my work issued Billy Club you do what do you do with it I uh, I tell him to stop he doesn't seem like I he's going to okay. I swing what do you bet? <laughs> As you channel Leah, and you hit this guy in the face. <laughs> I bid. Uh, I am going to bid. I think... Can I can I bid uh, vestige of the Godhead? <laughs> I mean, it sounds really cool. Uh, yeah, you bid you bid <laughs> you bid vestige of the Godhead to club this guy. Uh, I I need to know how it applies. I think it's awesome, but how how does that apply to this this action? Hold on, just a second. Oh. I think you got catted. <laughs> like subscribe and share 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 subscribe yeah we got 91 followers uh we're looking for 100 followers on twitch so if you're watching us follow us get us to 100 100 that's what we're looking for was it a cat no it was a oh you're getting the book I i'm getting the book just the to book. be clear Right, the book, the book that everyone book. 
should read, should have, and buy. You know, it's, so this it's a is, good book. So this this is an ability that is in the book. Yeah, this is yeah, one of those. It's under like, mysticism, I believe. If we were if we were really on point, and at the uh, the top of our game, we would have uh, all of our abilities known and memorized. Yeah, the books are really out. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, I, okay, one of the things is, I love. Go on. This is um, from the uh, time of, from the time that Tony was studying to be a priest, and always found it kind of odd that our Lord and Savior, okay. just somewhere in the Gospels, just overturned a bunch of tables and got really, really angry. Self right, it was righteous anger, right? That's right. He did it. Just, just. And it just it just kind of goes against everything, but it's still kind of there, right? So so maybe maybe he had a little of of uh, that righteous anger in him. So maybe maybe it's okay if uh, Tony does as well, even after <laughs> Tony quit. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> as the righteous anger fills you, Tony, you feel powerful. You you hear you hear the the call of the border guard. Raising high your belly club, giving this guy the good news. Uh, go ahead and throw it down. All right. The threshold is two. For anyone that is wondering, Vestige of the Godhead does says some shamans are gifted with the power of presence that can move the hearts of Zens. The merry sound of their speech carries a boom and booms as though an echo of the gods' power courses through their voices. In moments of truth. And when their gods lend them the power, these chosen exhibit the vestige of the godhead and are even able to speak with beings of power, with far greater brilliance of soul than their own, without exploding. That's all good and all, but I only got one success. Yep. As you see Tony go, oh, and whiff really hard in front of this guy. Uh, we'll say it clips his nose as his nose just explodes in blood, uh, but he seems unfazed by it. I leave. Tony. <laughs> as you turn around and start to walk out. Uh... <laughs> yes. Yes. That's is... oh, awesome. That's awesome. How do you do it? How do you do it? Do it again. No, that's amazing. There it is. It always happens for you. You're muted, by the way. I know. Well, I was, I was just laughing. <laughs> how does this? How does this happen? It's amazing. I don't know. I, I, well, I, it was I'm good at Has occurred. It was perfectly yeah. timed. Wait a second. Maybe do you have like uh, Discord Premium or anything? No. No. No, he, and it's, it only works for him. But he yeah. gets balloons get, and everything. I get thumbs up. I get balloons. I mean, I get all the gestures. Yeah, it's it's a setting. I have a setting on, and I wonder if I wonder if it's that you're always the first one in, and maybe oh, like, since like I'm the host. I think you're the host. I think that's what it is. I don't know. If anybody knows the in the chat, host. let us know. We have another viewer. Hello. Sorry, we, we just got excited that we are clearly Nord, not. Nord got confetti. God, every time it's amazing. 
Anyway. <clears throat> Tony, as you turn around and leave, <laughs> as you're walking out the door, uh, it's pretty easy. The door's open. Um, okay. World action. The door is open. You guys are out there. Uh, <laughs> you hear a thunder, thunderous voice, um, almost a growl coming from the room. As you see, all the lights in the hallway are, are <laughs> Andrea, all the lights in the hallway start to flicker. The ones that are out, of course, are, are of course, out. The ones right above this room flicker. As you hear, on all of the doors, on all of these rooms, and suddenly there's the feeling of how many people are in this motel. Next to you, Simon, you're out in the hallway. You see the uh, pally clerk kind of like uh, rolling around on the ground. He's, he's been concussed. Next to you, one of the doors splits as you hear from inside this room where Marcus is. Tony, you've just left. Nord, you can see over Tony's shoulder as you're crouched down in the hallway. Marcus moves with blinding speed. Staccato movements like an insect. Up to the door, clamping on both sides. As his hands clamp down, you see the wood splinter. Burst out as all the lights in the hallway go out. There's still some ambient light from outside. But you can just see silhouettes and the fear of knowing what's in front of you as doors start splintering all around you. It is the bad guy's turn. Does anyone spend cunning? Uh, I am going to spend cunning. Yeah, me too. Tony, do you spend cunning? Oh, I guess uh, I guess three's company. Yeah, yeah, me too. Can can Mariah spend cunning as well? <laughs> no, you. Someone can spend a cunning to activate an NPC and have them act in the cunning round. So anyone can do it, uh, but you have to spend a cunning for the NPCs, or you can just pick her up in like a like a tote bag and run. <laughs> okay, we'll pause here on the cunning round. Let's take a short break. Let's get some water. Use the bathroom. Etc. We're going to pop back over to Leah uh, and then resolve that however it resolves. And then we'll uh, pop back to you guys. Ooh.